Look, we're putting Michael to sleep. Sorry, Michael. Tell me anything. Give me the details. Obviously, uh, there was blood and gore. Because there are always pregnant people, the average number of skeletons in a body is higher than one. Excellent. There's a reason, though. Shotgun! Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. This is a tabletop RPG podcast. We are currently playing Call of Cthulhu and doing it live. We are script-free, creating our story collaboratively and in the moment. Just a reminder, a few of us are going to be at Chaosium Con, April 14th through the 16th. We're speaking in some seminars, we're running some workshops, Emily's emceeing the podcasters panel. If you want to learn more or if you want to get tickets, you can do so at chaosium.com. My name's Arthur. I am playing Buddy. I am joined tonight by Scott as Johnny Dante, Emily as Colette, and we are without a Rick and a Wayne tonight. So that just leaves the last person in our group. That is the Keeper. He's the guy who wrote the sandbox that we are playing in. Maybe making a mess in. He's our keeper. That's Michael. Michael, show's all yours. Take it away. Thanks. Under the Library is a horror tabletop role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu universe. We have horror and other unsettling imagery featuring mature themes played by immature people. Not Safe for Scott is your signal. The following information will be graphic. If you're concerned, skip ahead, but stick with us because... If you need to turn off your camera in a Zoom meeting to adjust your chair, you're probably in the right place. And with that, I'll turn it over to Emily for I the last episode. I have no idea what recap. you're talking about, Michael. None no at all. No idea whatsoever. Can you turn your camera back on, Scott? <laughs> so, as we opened our last episode, Buddy had just dropped a match into a bucket filled with alcohol and the mysterious book hoping to destroy the thing that destroyed his friend. As he watches it burn, Sam has made his way up the train and enters the front car to find the bloody scene with Buddy in front of the fiery bucket. Uh, Sam tries to speak to Buddy, but he is unable to come out of his state of shock. And Sam covers Eddie's body and some of the blood on the floor with tablecloths. As all of this is happening, Colette has awakened from a dream where the screech of train, uh, train brakes, excuse me, kind of morphed into the sounds of screaming on the train she is riding in. But she's not sure what's happening and moves forward to investigate. She runs into the same woman, Amanda, that spoke to Sam and she and Amanda move the bloody woman who is in shock into her car. Colette continues forward and finds the scene in the dining car as I just described it, except that Buddy has moved on to attempting to burn the pages of the book. He has unfortunately also spilled some alcohol on the counter and lights himself on fire. I'm sorry, Buddy. It was not good. Sam leaps on Buddy to put out the fire. Colette would have done the same, but she didn't get there quite fast enough. Buddy is okay, but slightly singed. 
Sam spots a spot of blood on Colette's cuff and she tears it off to avoid potential infection. And we should probably just pick right up with Johnny, who has moved moved forward into the uh, food preparation car, right? The the kitchen car. Is that what is? Yeah, I was going to happen. Let me pull this forward. I was going to find uh, someone on the train. Did you bump that when you moved your chair? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, so I I was going to find the conductor or someone from the train um to notify them of what happened. Okay. Uh and yeah. All right. So what you would move through first is the the kitchen car, the food preparation car. So I right now you have this whole kind of collision of people covered in blood you're standing in the in basically in all of the chaos of the staff and probably patrons that were in the dining car also intermingled with the people who are chopping up food and uh you know starting to prepare things okay um and i have my badge out okay uh my fbi badge and nobody's and really paying attention to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I just I just have it out and I'm sort of sort of keeping it in front of me. Um and I'm saying, excuse me, pardon me, I need to go find the conductor. Pardon me, folks. I need y'all to calm down. Just just move to the sides. Everything's gonna be okay. The FBI is on top of this, but I need to get through. Okay. So are people moving for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they are. I mean, they're not like they're not standing in your way. They're just they're more you'd have to do some pushing and shoving slightly because they're just, they're really not giving you their full attention. Some of okay. them are in yeah, shock and, I'm, and things I'm like a, that. Physically, I'm a pretty big guy, so I'm just sort of shoving my way through, and I'm not double barrel sort right. of, uh, but I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. I'm just sort of forcing my way through. And the first person that I see that has sort of a train conductor's uniform or just something that makes them look a little bit more official, I'm going to grab them. Okay, and that's probably going to be well, unless you want to ca- grab one of the kitchen staff. No, 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 no. Okay. So then you would head into the next car and hang on. I'm just taking my little notes here on our chart. And um, y- you would arrive essentially in what we'll call the staff car. And so it's uh, basically um, a place for uh, people working on the train to take their breaks uh, a collection of kind of things that they might need for um, various maintenance items inside the train, not outside the train. Okay. And yep. And so. did any of the people from the dining car that I can see, like noticeably, come into this car, or did they sort of go to the kitchen car and stop? Yeah, they're mainly in the kitchen car, like okay. you know, because they're covered. They're just trying to. Yeah, figure yeah. Out I just what didn't happened. know if if yeah. if someone covered in blood had shown up in this room. They would be in a very different state than if they just yeah. had no idea what was going on. Right. And so actually, the when you arrive in the staff car, uh, you have um, some ticket takers. You have some people who are responsible for cleaning. And um, there, there would also be like linen storage, some, you know, some other things in this car nece- necessary for the, its kind of functioning and um and everybody you know they would just kind of look up at you they're not really aware right yeah. if you think about yeah 
Okay. So I'm going to, I'll hold up my badge. I'm going to say, uh, Johnny Dante. I'm, uh, with the FBI. I guess y'all don't have, uh, uh, any knowledge of this because it's a little bit loud between the trains, but there is a tra- tragic accident, a terrible accident in the uh, dining car. There's blood everywhere. Someone was, was killed. And, uh, I need to talk to someone in charge right away. And uh, a guy in a kind of grayish uniform puts down his paper and he looks at you and he cocks his eyebrow and he says, well, the conductor's right ahead in the uh, in the locomotive there. Okay, He's the only person in uh, of authority on this train. There's no one else that can help me because I'm pretty sure he's got to keep driving the train. Uh, I mean, what do you need us to do? What kind of authority are you looking for? I take tickets. I punch tickets. I don't. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure you do well at that. All right, <laughs> I'll. Uh, I'm gonna keep. I said, all right, I'll go talk to the conductor and see if he can get something done. So I'll just sort of shove my way through, open up the door in between and go into the front car. Okay. And well, what you would realize then is as you arrive at the front car that um, uh, getting into kind of the front car is going to involve actually um, uh, it has its own little cabin on it for the conductor. He he never actually goes back into the main train. Um, so there's um, uh there's a, a a phone on the wall that you can ring up and you can call his forward car or um or you can you would have to literally like walk yeah. around no 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 I'll call okay. I'll call the car okay and so it's it's Hello. just yeah it's got its own little mechanism uh picks up uh conductor hi this is Johnny Dante I'm with the FBI uh I was sent forward by some of your crack staff there's been a terrible accident in the uh dining car there was an explosion of some sort. There's a dead man. No one from your staff is helping to clean up. They all seem to run away, and they were just sitting in the lounge car. I need someone of authority, someone that can help me to get this cleaned up, and we can start dealing with this. I'm also going to need to phone ahead to the station and let them know what happened. Okay. Uh, he says, we we can't. This is just between the cars. We're not going to be able to uh, to to radio the station right now. Uh it, it's out at they the didn't moment. have radios in 1930 no, 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 no. He, can you let me finish <laughs> he says he says the radio's out in the train he says i'm not going to be able to radio forward um oh, oh oh i gotcha uh but uh do you need me to stop the train no i, I think we could just keep going but i if we can get some people some of your people back there to help get this cleaned up and start dealing with this it's a long train ride and we can't have a body just sitting there in the middle of the floor Okay, and then so you have full authority on on my behalf to get whoever you need to help you clean it up and and get that mess cleaned. It's going to be at least four or five hours until we arrive at the next station. Okay, and there is there a refrigeration car? Is there some place where we can keep the body so that it doesn't start rotting? Uh, that would be the uh, that would be the food prep car. Oh, we're about to ruin a lot of people's meals. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's food safe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a stomach cavity, so it's meant for food. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> all right. It's, it's so, not a whole body, at least. Right? What's, uh, uh, thank you, sir. So, what, Conductor, what's your name again? Uh, this is Jim. Jim. All right, Jim. I'll let him know that it's on your authority. Thanks so much. Hang up. 
and I'm going to go back and I'm going to go to the guy that was being a bit of a okay. uh, Weisenheimer. I'm going to be like, you, you, and you. And I'll just point to three people and I'll be like, uh, Jim, the conductor, let me know that I'm, I've got charge of you guys to get this thing cleaned up. So I need you to come on. I need you to bring some tarps and some things to get the body wrapped up. We're going to have to put it in refrigeration, which means we're going to be ruining some of your food for a while. Oh, wow. All right. So you're... Uh... They grab, they they essentially grab linens, right? Uh, so bed sheets and uh, I think all the tablecloths were in the dining car. So yeah, and I'll tell them like put, buckets, mops, okay. sponges. Like I mean, this is this is this is an explosion, people. This is this is going to be a lot of mess to clean up, and you don't want to leave this out there. Okay, all right. And so they'll start following you back, and then we'll cut to uh, Colette and Buddy. Yeah, y'all are in the same room together. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Buddy was starting to move out, but hadn't yet because we were discussing where everybody was located. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Buddy's stepping out from behind the bar. All right. Colette, did you have something you wanted to do or you want me to... I mean, I would I would try to speak to you, but I already have the impression that you're probably not. I, I thought you were kind of already moving towards the front of the train. And if that was the case, I was going to try to follow. Um, yeah, I'm no, worried I'm worried about you, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm 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 going out from behind the bar. And okay. um, what I am looking for is an exterior wall of the train. Um, is there a, is there a space where I can get to an exterior wall, Michael? Yeah, I, the dining car. I mean, those are all going to be exterior walls in the dining car. Okay, essentially, right? Yeah. So, sort of. Yeah. Across from the bar is what I'm envisioning. Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. Uh, so I'm going to go across, find a space in between tables where I can get to the exterior wall. I'm going to okay. take that popsicle, that book popsicle that I've got, you know, sort of skewered okay. on the um, on the ice pick. I'm going to set it in the corner um, so that it's sort of leaning up against, like, on the floor. Leaning okay. up against the exterior wall. Okay. Um, twist the ice pick to pull it out. Okay. So that the book is then leaning up against the wall. Okay. Um, I'm going to take out my um, 45. Okay. And I'm going to plug that Buddy. book probably three or four times. <laughs> if you're taking out your gun, I would at least ask what you're doing. But I understand if you're still not responsive. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you if you do say what if you do say that, um, then yeah. uh, I would say I, I gotta I gotta kill this book. I, I this this book killed Eddie. I gotta I, I gotta stop it. I gotta destroy it. And I just start shooting. Okay. All right. Uh, make your make your firearms roll. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully, an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I missed three times. <laughs> 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 uh where am i with this is that yeah, uh, oh the fact, skill yeah. okay it, yeah yeah that's a that's a hit that's a hit okay that's fine. Uh, yeah i mean that's, I, I don't need yeah. um yeah in fact one of them was a, a hard success uh without advantage okay. the first three were all successes but he's pretty good with it okay with a pistol right. and so you put you put three holes in the book then okay and the, the bullets do go through it Yes. What I I was actually rolling more to see if they like ricocheted off. That's but, what I was worried um, about. <laughs> yeah. They uh uh it puts three holes in it, um, but they don't uh the holes don't go all the way through. 
Oh, interesting. So the bullets are still inside. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then I would like to um, take the ice pick again, um, sort okay. of spin the book around so that it's laying on the floor and the spine is to the the left. Okay. Um, again, stick the, the ice pick in, open it up, and see if I can find where the bullets are. And I also want to be inspecting the pages to see if okay. anything... Ha- is there any sort of... I'm expecting some sort of magical thing to take place. Um, yeah. And... Uh- as you open the book and make a sand roll for this. Okay. That's definitely going to be a failure. Yeah, you knew this was coming, uh, yeah, huh? I did. And um, Colette, and... are you watching this? Are, oh, my I God. Am. I missed it by one. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, no, I didn't. That was my original. No, yeah, that's a miss. Okay. Okay. And uh, Colette, you probably need to make a little sand roll for this, too. That's a fail. Okay. You'll both take two points of sand damage then as the pages start to essentially heal. Okay. Um, the bullets themselves are, as you open the back cover, uh, mm-hmm. they're they're flattened, bright pieces of of metal. Uh, and they, as you open the cover, they they tinkle down. Mm-hmm. Is that the right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tinkle. Oh, That's yeah. definitely the right word. That's definitely the right word. Uh, the keeper tinkle. They they tumble down and clink against each other. And uh, the as the pages start to heal in front of you. Okay. God damn it. Uh, all right. Well, it, Buddy is just gonna sit there and stare at that book. Um, and, and I'm just gonna be mumbling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mark. While you start to sit, I would at least try to stop you from sitting, afraid that you're going to sit in blood with thoughts of infection. Uh, in my okay. mind. Um, all right, Buddy, so this that... probably isn't the place you want to... Maybe we could take the book. It's ob- There's something about it. We obviously can't leave it. Right, I'm kind of looking around. Um, is it bloody where I am? I mean, uh, most probably at that point. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, wait. Where, where oh, you said Eddie it was, was pretty directional. Yeah, it would be pretty direct. So, no, you're... It's, well, except everybody running around, sloshing the parts around. Okay. That's the mm. part that oh, God. made it. Ew, ew, that's ew. the part that made it rough. Not sorry, Scott. <laughs> sloshing uh, the parts. Sloshing the body parts. Okay. Yeah. It's probably you. Once she points this out, it would probably be something you'd be more aware of and realize it's probably not a great idea to sit down on. At this point, I'm guessing most of it would be drier, but. Okay. Yeah. Um, then in that you case, what I'll open, do... You do have an open wound on your arm, too. Oh, that's right. That's true. So it, at some point soon, hopefully, I come back in the room. It, well, it, you would... We're trying to eat up a little bit of time, because... Um, well, actually, yeah, you would have been... That's true. You would have been Yeah, I mean, the other way you were, in the time. You burned a book. You, yeah. you yeah. shot it. Like, you did a bunch of stuff in the time that I went in, talked, had a second conversation, yeah. ordered them to get some stuff and came back. So yeah. my guess is I was gone 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to poke the book again and I'm going to sit in a chair at a table. Okay. The thing is, I do not want to go into a car where there are other people because I want to keep this book as far away from other people as possible. Okay. Um, so uh, I, I'm going to sit, I'm going to be sitting at a table on a chair, you know, just find a, a, a chair that's not bloody, um, sit in it. And I'm just going to be like mumbling to myself, 
trying to figure out what to do. Okay. And Colette, do you want to do anything? Um, I'm going to back out of the room. Okay. Are you going back towards Amanda? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, as you exit the car, Johnny, you're entering the car and there's Buddy sitting at a table, book on an ice pick, mumbling to it. And you have these three uh, employees basically behind yep. you with stacks of, of sheets and things. And, and uh, mops and, and buckets, mops. right? And, like, yeah, I, yep. mops and buckets. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, all right. So I'm going to be like, all right, guys, I know this isn't pretty. I know this isn't what you signed up for, but we got to get this cleaned up right away. Okay. But he's sort of and, freaking uh, out that people just came in that he doesn't know. Um, okay. So he's going to jump up and say it, he's going to look for a, a tablecloth. Is there another tablecloth okay. that, that, um, Sam sure, there could be grab? one on a table. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Then I'm just going to grab a tablecloth, wrap the book up and head out um, the way okay. Colette went. Okay. Okay. But I'll I'll call out. Uh, hey hey buddy buddy, remember Johnny Dante? We met. I'm I'm a friend. Yeah, can, I gotta I gotta, I gotta seconds? kill the book. I gotta kill the book. I can't let anybody I get don't near know this. What that means. And well, we gotta get the body cleaned up. And I was hoping you could help. He's heading away. He's gone. Yeah. He's so gone. if I see you follow me out, I will join you. We can walk Johnny, together back down. Not the for train. nothing, but as you're leaving, you hear Johnny say, "What the fuck is wrong with that guy?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm guessing well, Colette already doesn't like Johnny. Then <laughs> Colette didn't hear Johnny. Yeah, Colette wouldn't have heard that. Well, but... who heard it? You just said. I think. Buddy, I think that's for it. the audience. <laughs> I know. Uh, buddy, I'm, I'm guessing there's at least a moment where you're in between cars. Yep. That you're you're looking down between the tracks. Yep. With this this bundle of book and and yep. contemplating. So right? that Is that's that... true. So you know this, but but uh, the, the audience doesn't, and, and um, Scott and and Emily don't. So one of the things that Buddy's considering is having the train run over the book. Um, but the only reason that Buddy's not doing that is he's really concerned about someone else finding it. So um, he's worried that if if the train runs over it and it doesn't destroy it, it's going to be on the tracks and someone could find it. Um, so you know, and that that's right now. Other than going forward and dropping it in the engine, um, which. I, I, he's already thinking it's not going to work because fire didn't destroy it once. So more fire won't destroy it again. Um, you know, that's the only other thing that, that he can think of at the moment. Uh, so that, that's why he's, he's sort of contemplating that. We have to find our way to Mount doom. Right. Exactly. Yes. And, and Johnny, I, sorry, I need to retcon back just a moment when you came into the dining car before you came into the car, there was a man in between the cars. He was kind of leaned over looking down at the tracks, um, probably given all the people you would have just pushed through in the food prep car. He wouldn't have mattered much to like, he wouldn't have stood out in any way. He might've looked other than the fact that he's thing. carrying a shotgun. Oh yeah, that's true. He would have a shotgun. So I noticed a guy with a shotgun. Yeah. 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 Sam Wagoneer, uh, although Johnny doesn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I, I had a said, fella, I don't know what you're doing with that shotgun, but you got to get that thing put away right away, please. I'm Johnny Dante I'm with the FBI. I'm helping to investigate this murder. So please get that shotgun put away. There's already enough stuff going on. Okay. And then I won't, I'm not going to act. Yeah. You Rick, can't play but, for him. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Hey. When I come back, is he gone or is he still there? What do you mean when you? This come would have back? been as you came. Um, yeah, this from would have been you... into the 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 dining car. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Just outside okay. the dining car. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna lead him in. Uh, ask him to to sort of clean. Um, I've already searched the body. I sort of. So w- what I'm doing at this point is I'm I don't want to touch the body. But I want to look and inspect and see if I can find powder residue. I'm convinced it's a bomb, right? So I'm looking for, uh, you know, any particulates from an explosive, any anything that would indicate what type of explosive it was. Okay, make a spot hidden roll. Okay. My first is Johnny Dante. Got a 19 in my spot hidden okay. Is 51 so i got a hard success duper wonderful success yeah all right how so, long have we been playing this game you don't know what it's called don't judge me uh, i got a mega success michael sure things that you would notice right there there's no shrapnel whatsoever the everything that was on the table uh is basically pushed off from the opposite side from eddie like some sort of force moved so I, yeah i mean i, I can see the directionality of yeah it. So you see that you also look at the window above Eddie and remember there's a a hole in the glass there in the window above Eddie and, you know, noticing that um, the glass fell outside the train. So So, it was powerful enough to knock the glass out. Yeah. Um, But it's a very, yes. Um, And, and then let's see what else would be. And so, and I want to look at the wood like the the counter in front of where the body was to see if I can see explosive damage at the wood because I'm figuring he's belly up to the bar. It's his belly that was blown up. So I'm expecting there to be sort of wood taken out, like indications of an explosion in the wood itself. Yeah, and that's completely intact, right? It's Yeah, um... and that mystifies me, right? So it, that would mystify me because I'm like, what, and all I mean, I'll sort of say out loud, I'm like, what the hell was the bomb inside his body? Right. But there's there's really no evidence. There's no burning. There's no singeing. Yeah. There's, there's nothing that if he even had a bomb inside his body, there's really no evidence. So everything that you're looking at says that this was purely a biological event. Uh, the window, though, you do find I, I would say you probably find more mystifying than no damage to the tabletop whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, Michael, does he smell smoke? Oh, you do. Actually, you do smell burning flesh. Uh, and and, and what paper smoke, right? Yeah, and paper, paper smoke. smoke and gunpowder. That's true. Yep. Yeah, because oh, I just yeah, discharged my weapon and gunpowder. So I'm like, what? What the hell is going on in this place? Because when I walked through the first time, I'm assuming I didn't smell any of that stuff. Correct. Yeah. So. I'm, but the, the but the explosion would have already happened. So all of these are new smells. Yeah, that yeah, that's notice. what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. what? I was gone for ten minutes. What the hell? Are you I'm continuing saying, to right. look around? Like, are you looking through the whole car? Or are you just looking over on the explosion site? No, I'm not looking the whole car. Okay. I wouldn't. I don't want to metagame it because okay. I would just. I'm looking where the explosion happened. Yep. Um, I'm looking at the thing. I'm looking where the explosion would have impacted. 
Uh, so. But do make a listen roll, and you can make it an advantage. Ooh, I got a three. All right. Holy so shit. you hear Phil over by the bar. Uh, Phil's the man that you talked to who you kind of uh, roped into helping with this. You hear him over at the bar going, what in the hell happened in here? What, they're trying to set this whole car on fire. And then we'll cut to Colette and Buddy. So assuming we're still moving together, I would just, again, Buddy, you have to talk to me. Um, so Buddy's trying to stay away from you. Oh. Um, like okay. he's, 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 he doesn't want you near the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if you say, you, you can't get near the book. You gotta stay away from the book. I gotta, I gotta destroy this book. I can't let it near anybody else. It's what killed Eddie. That means you're not safe either. It doesn't matter. Somebody's got to destroy this. Let's. Can we go back to our? Yeah. Go, go, and then go, go into your, we, into your. In, no, go into your. Uh, what's the, what's the word we couldn't remember last I'm time? I'm not gonna leave cabin, you. Cabin. That's no, not cabin. With this what's compartment. 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 You gotta go into your compartment. What are you're around hundreds of people. You might as well go back with me where we can at least. I know. I want to get into my compartment because there's nobody else there. Yeah. It's my compartment too. But you no, you can't go in there. I gotta I've got What go are you in. going to do? I'm gonna put the I saw book you in shoot there. it, I saw you burn it. Yeah, but I can't let this be around any people. And Buddy's like starting to panic because mm-hmm. like there's people around and you're sort of blocking him. So he's he's starting to back off a little bit. Um Colette, you gotta let me buy. I'll let you by, but I'm going to follow. Fine. I can't leave you with this. Fine, you, you gotta let me by. I can't let this book near you. I'll step by. Okay, and then Buddy's gonna just gonna you down book the train past you. Um, I'm gonna like basically not run, but really fast walk back to my compartment. <laughs> Thank you, compartment, compartment. Um, open the door to the compartment, and then quickly close and lock it as I go through. <laughs> And and one of the people you not heavily but lightly kind of shoulder check as you try to rush through is is Amanda. Fucking right? Amanda, and, she's everywhere. Yeah. Um, um, so if I if I so do shoot you in the back. Of the if I do bump into someone, I would say, "Excuse me, ma'am." It, oh, it, it's okay. And you know, she's like seeing your arm. I, I mean, there's you know, like you're, yeah. you're looking like a mess. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then Colette, what are you gonna do? Uh, well, I know where Buddy's headed, so okay. there aren't too many options. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop and talk to Amanda. Okay. Um, I was actually planning to stop by her compartment, but since she's in the hall, that makes it easier. Are yeah. we near her compartment? It's number 35. I don't know yeah, what car yeah, we're yeah. in now. Uh, 38. Yeah, she took some, she took a little longer time getting the woman settled. Um, okay. and, and she's headed back to hers, um, because, uh, She's in the, um, she's in the car right, right before, or right, right before you get to, mm-hmm. to your car. So well. if she seems to be on the move, I'll say hello. We presumably recognize each other and I'll start to move with her and I'll say, I figured out what happened, but well, I don't want to tell you here. Can, would you mind if I stepped in? I, 
absolutely. And uh, so she goes, in fact, my room's right here. And, you know, there's number 38. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so buddy, buddy's locked in a car. You're inside her car. Um, mm-hmm. You know, pretty standard fare uh, bed. Um, she has the whole car to herself, though, which you immediately notice. She only has one suitcase in there. Uh, so I, Fancy. you would probably surmise somewhat that she's at least fairly well to do that she bought the mm-hmm. whole car. And we'll cut back to Johnny, uh, who's just overheard uh, Phil about the fire. Yep. So I'm going to come over and say, uh, "Hey, hey, there." What, what are you what are you talking about with with burning that look look at this mess and as you look down i mean you don't even need him to explain there's a so i a, see the a bucket yeah. i see that there's been a fire in the bucket there's probably it's all black inside i probably smell some of the alcohol yeah there's linen there. there's linen fabric that's charred off to the side and uh the the bucket has the bucket actually has a fair amount of ash like something burned in there um in fact probably there'd be it didn't burn all that long there's you know like a piece like you could even maybe see a piece of a book cover in there because that's right you stirred it around buddy so yeah you yeah because the the because the the one book didn't burn but then regenerated no 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 there were two books in there yeah, there were two books in the bag. Uh, so one book burned, the other one didn't. And when I pulled out the one that didn't, you know, all, the rest of the the you know the burned away bag and the uh, the other book gotcha. um, are still. The in other the book is the one that was hidden in Richard's house that Pappy found. No, the no? the other book is uh, Colette's journal. Joe's journal. I mean Joe's journal. Sorry, Colette. Okay, so uh, then I'm gonna. Oh, what is sorry. this book? I'm sorry. I thought this was. I thought this evil book was the book that Joe had. Oh, I'm sorry. No, um, th- there was another book. There was another book that was Joe. Sorry, Joe's sketchbook, not Joe's journal. Oh, but Joe's sketchbook. Yeah. Okay, got it. Thanks. Okay, so um, so I'll be like, what? What the hell? What does this have to do with the explosion that just happened? And I've got my notebook out. And I'm I'm just starting to put together as many of the pieces as I can, um, and I'm going to be like, I, I, I'm smelling this. I'm sm- and why the hell am I smelling gunfire? And, and I'm going to start. I'm going to start looking kind of, around. What kind of pistol do you have, buddy? Would it have left casings on the floor? Oh yeah, it would have. It's a forty-five automatic. Yep. Okay, so then you would probably instinctively just kind of look yeah, I'm over the start... front of the bar and you would see the casings on the and floor. I'm, I'm telling them, I'm like, all right, guys, do me a favor. I know I asked you to clean. I'm going to ask you to hold off for a second. There's something going on here. I just, I got to figure what this shit is. So just stop cleaning for a second. Don't leave. Just wait. Okay, and I'm going to look. You're the boss. All right. Yeah. Start looking around. I'm looking for bullet holes. I'm looking for casings. And I'm going to sort of just do a a scan of the whole floor, start on one side of the car and work my way to the other. So I'll start yeah. on the wall that was closest to where we came in from the kitchen. Yeah. And so on that end, everything's pretty clear, right? right? There's just like footprints from, uh, from people who tracked any blood as they, as they ran out of the car. Um, there's some broken glasses, nothing that stands out. As you get back to the middle of the car where the bar is, there's shell casings, but as you can tell, as far as you can tell, 
there's no there's no places for bullets to have gone unless they went through the window where Eddie was seated. But you know from before, right, that that window was already broken and yeah. this gunpowder smells new. So you don't see any holes. You don't see any places that bullets would be. Um, I, I didn't ask, did y'all leave the bullets in the book? Yeah, I was just going to say that. No, we, we I, I would have left the bullets right on the floor. Okay, so there's flattened lead pieces on the floor then where there should be bullet holes, um, which is even more confusing for you. So there's the casings. You find the flattened lead pieces where the bullets smashed. And, you know, as you move closer towards Eddie, you're going to find more bits and pieces of body, but nothing okay. else to... Yeah. Excuse me. So I'm going to take out a little bag. I'm assuming I've got like a satchel with me. Sure, yeah. Um, so I'm going to take out and I'm going to gather up the bullets and the casings. Um, okay. And after inspecting and not seeing holes or anything, I'm going to be like... And none of this makes sense. Uh, guys, do me a favor. Go ahead. Just keep cleaning. We got to get this this taken care of before this place starts to get dangerous. So just uh, keep cleaning and I'll I'll keep looking around. Right. And I'm going to so keep, not for nothing, but I'm going to be looking over every square inch of this compartment now looking for holes. Okay. And so while you're looking in the background, they're essentially just taking into into large sacks they're scraping off broken glass they're trying to sweep it up um one of the guys is mopping so basically from the from the food prep carve back you know they're they're slowly kind of making their way forward towards eddie's body um because nobody really wants to deal with that as you search the car for bullet holes and, and we'll, okay. are they wearing gloves would people wear gloves back in probably not Probably no, not. I don't think so. Uh, maybe to handle, maybe somebody Seems who's like, like handle chemicals and stuff. They're they're just handling glass, and the maybe the, the person who's picking up glass would have on gloves, but that's okay. It. Yeah. All right, uh, buddy, locked away in your compartment. That's the word we yep. need. Compartment. Uh, so. I am going to go over again to the far end of the room, right into the middle, and um, set the book down much the same way I did against the wall across from the bar. Okay. Um, but I'm going to leave the um, the ice pick in it and leave it wrapped up. Um, okay. And then just start pacing back and forth, trying to figure out what to do. Um, and what I'm trying to rack my brain for is trying to think if I remember anywhere on the train where there were like storage, um, was there a car that was not, um, that wasn't a passenger car that might be a, a you know, that might be carrying, um, any sort of, uh, you know, uh, not people, um, but carrying cargo. Okay. Um, and, and the only thing that, as you kind of run your brain, you remember these all being, and you've walked through most of them. They're almost all passenger cars. Okay. Uh, except for the, you know, the locomotive. Right. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Then I think for now, buddy is going pacing? to sort of stand guard almost to okay. not let anyone in. 
Okay. Um, because he's really worried about anyone coming in contact with this with this book. Okay. Um, and unless okay. he can figure out something, like what he's thinking is two things: explosives and acid. Um, those are the two things that he's thinking. Uh, so if he can't come up with anything for that right now, he's going to be just trying to keep people away from it. All right. And as you're standing there and pondering all these things, uh, Buddy hears a voice Uh-oh. and it says, are you mad at me? Oh, God. And I'll cut to Colette. <laughs> So, I am with Amanda in her extra large single person uh, compartment. And I'll ask, did you get any blood on you when you helped that woman? And she she looks down at herself and I I didn't even think about it, but it it appears as if I did and uh you look down and her dress definitely has blood on it you should probably change as soon as you can and try not to come in contact with the blood a man was killed and i have reason a man died Uh, that's what happened that was the screams and the blood she, she grabs a pad of paper off her bed and a pencil and immediately starts scribbling as you're talking and she Loses track of the blood and she goes, tell me more. Do you think you could, it would make me feel better if you could take care of the blood first. I have reason to believe there might be an infection. And I just wanted to check on you because I said I'd find out and and we helped this woman and I had blood on me and I hold up my cuff, my missing cuff. And and she says, just turn around, but don't stop talking. I need to hear everything that you're saying. Okay. I will and, turn around. Okay. And you basically hear her like throw open her suitcase, but she's like, You're not talking to me. You gotta tell me. What what is this that you and and you'll you'll hear intermittently between her like pulling out clothes, you you'll certainly hear like the the lead of the pencil furiously on the paper as you're talking to her well since you want to just i feel like i need a content warning the death was not easy I'm waiting for her to give me some sort of permission to keep going because I don't want to oh. just be like Sam and walk around saying body explosions to oh, everyone. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she would say, I I'm, I'm all ears. Tell me anything. Tell me anything. Give me the details. And then I'm going to stop and think for a minute and say, you said you were a researcher. You yeah. Sound like a reporter. No, I, I'm a, I, I research these things. I, I, who, tell me more about what you've seen. I work for the university. Which university? And she says, why, uh, the university of Oklahoma. 
oh, <laughs> okay, that's odd. Um, that is not what I was expecting. I was expecting yeah, either. either either the University <laughs> of Bloodstone or um, Arkham. Oklahoma was not what I was thinking. I can only tell you what I was told. I'm not an expert, but I think a man exploded. And I think Joey agrees. And I'm feeling a momentary discomfort because I'm telling this to a stranger and she may think I'm crazy. I mean, obviously uh, there was blood and gore, but Yeah. And and she says, "Oh, you can turn around." And she's like okay. completely changed um okay. and she's um she's obviously scribbling furiously as she says, "Did you know him?" And then we'll cut to Johnny. Okay. So, uh, now for thing, I'm going to stay until it's cleaned up in here. Okay. So, um, you know, are you advising them on how to like, yeah, yeah. I'm telling them roll up the body. Um, we want to have it in multiple layers. We want to get plastic, you know, go find some plastic from the kitchen. I don't care if you have to use plastic wrap, but we need to have a layer of plastic around the body because we got to keep this thing insulated and protected. Okay. Um, And then so I would have them like, like if they I'm picturing that they have a big tarp and they could use that. But if not, I'm literally like, go get the cellophane, boys. Yeah, Uh, I think the heavy tarp would probably uh, fit better. And so he sends one of them back to get a heavy tarp. They wrap it. They they wrap what's left of Eddie, which essentially at this point, not safe for Scott or maybe a little. So is going to be the the head, um, the arms, the spinal column and then the legs um that, there's a there's a lot in between there that's missing there's, yeah. there's a lot of missing parts <laughs> all right so have them wrap it up um and then just as soon as the body is wrapped up put in the fridge and i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be like I, you know i'm assuming it, these things are huge so they've got more than one fridge right so i'm like just empty out one of your fridges put everything in the other fridge we got to get a body in there you guys are going to have to obviously decontaminate it after we get it out, but we need to keep this preserved so that I can get it off to the lab, find out what happened to it. Okay. And so we'll cut from there um, as the camera kind of pulls away from uh, these, these employees of the train carrying Eddie and stuffing him into the refrigerator and the food preparation car while there's food everywhere and yeah, not for nothing but just one quick thing if there's like like any like a plate of food or a thing of lasagna or just just something once the body's in there i'm gonna be like this one's for you eddie and i'm gonna set set sort of that food in there with him before i shut the door okay and um and so we'll we'll pull back from that scene then and with uh buddy in his room uh, probably with a look on his face, right? I, uh, I don't know exactly what Buddy's look would be. Come on, Art, let's uh, see it. So Buddy would be uh, back to the compartment, facing the door, covering his ears, like squeezing his hands to his ears, saying, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. Okay. And then... Uh, Colette, you're in this room uh, with with Amanda, and she's in trousers now and kind of a button-down shirt. 
and very intently with her pencil and paper. And I'm guessing you have a look on your face saying, have I said too much to this person? And on that little worry, a little bemusement and And uh, some slight suspicion. Perfect. And that is going to do it for this episode of Under the Library. Until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. So for me, for Michael, for Emily, and for Scott, and for the absent Rick and Wayne, thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. I, I hate that fucking thing so much. I can't even describe it. And it's like, I, I shouldn't, it has no place in my mind at all right now. And it's fucking there. So then I have to turn the camera off and adjust the. Wow. I don't know where that came from. And I don't think I want to know. To the basement are only slightly open. There's a light in the dusty matter below. Scott. Here's the creaking of the wooden door as he goes below.